Welcome to The Healing Space, a black and queer mental health podcast geared toward proving there's more than one way to heal. I am Sensei Raven Ekundayo. So, we're continuing with the anniversary week of THS. Hopefully you guys have been enjoying it. It is Wednesday, and we're going to be healing through fashion today. So I want us to get right into it. I'm going to be having a conversation with one of my dear friends. His name is Christopher George. So this is going to be a lot of fun. We talk about love. We talk about fashion. We talk about love of fashion. And it was a great conversation. Some gems dropped. So I hope that you guys enjoy it, and let's get healed. So I'm actually excited for this conversation, mostly because this phenomenal friend of mine is somebody that when we start talking, we can go. And that probably plays a part in where we're going to have to be very mindful (laughs) of how long we hold this conversation. (laughs) I'm sitting here saying to myself, "Okay, no, I want this to be this long. But then once we get talking, it's like, no, we're going to go for a while. He is a lifestyle and image consultant that actually is based here in Atlanta. You know, um, he was here before me. You were like here, what? You said 10 years? I came here 2007. Good yes. Lord. Listen, I'm like a baby compared. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> I'm official. ATL. It's official. So uh, he is, to me, a fashion guru. Guru? Absolutely. At, listen. That's intense. And okay. all you have to do is go to your IG to be able to see that. Like, I mean, seriously. I mean. Seriously, it people can be much better, but thank you. Okay, and I don't act like people don't seek you out. So, okay, no, that no, thanks, no, okay. thanks. That's what I'll friends do. Thank you, that, fr- friends, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> we let our friends know how great they are. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. With that being said, Misfits, please help me in welcoming <laughs> Christopher George to the healing space. Thank you. What's thank good, you. sir? What's good? You know. Life is good. Sitting here, sitting here with our drinks. You know? I, I'm so happy to finally be here. Yes. Thank you. I've been listening for a long time, and um, I'm a big fan. Thank you. I follow you. That I means mean, a I lot. I'm, I'm I appreciate first. that. You're welcome. Yeah, you've hit me up before, and I was like, you're listening. I do listen. I <laughs> may not like listen in that moment, but I, I keep up. I, I, I like to listen to my podcast when I'm either in the shower, or I'm going to work, or... I'm either working on something, so it, I kind of save them for those moments. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to talk with you about fashion and love. <clears throat> I know a little something. I, <laughs> I'll give you what I got. I'll give you what I got. <laughs> okay. So fashion and love. So the first mm-hmm. thing that I wanted to start off with would be fashion. Okay. And the question that I wanted to ask you to start off with for you is how do you believe fashion is healing. Uh, you know what? Um, fashion plays such a big part in how you feel every day. Um, I know for me, if how I got dressed does not coincide with how I feel, it's not going to be a good day. Right. And um, I think, well, I know that your appearance is your, your statement piece. It's the first thing that people are going to see about you. And um, whether you want to believe it or not, people are going to make an instant judgment. In fact, a Harvard study found that people determine how they feel about you within eight seconds. That's oh, before, wow. they, b- before they even sp- speak to you. Like, I, right. I got you already. Right. You know, whether you're, <laughs> you're good, bad and different, whether you're someone I want to talk to at all, whether you're going to be a friend, whether you're 
rich, poor, whatever the case may be. So your image means everything um, a lot more than you ever may want to give it credit for. So um, healing happens through that from, I think, being authentic in the first place, um, which is a whole nother conversation. But um, in order for you to feel whole with your fashion, I think you need to make sure it comes from an authentic place, from Mm. a place where it's not. I'm not doing this for you. Right. I'm doing this for me, which fashion is derived for other people, not for yourself, if you can believe that. Yeah. Jean-Paul Gaultier and and all these big fashion houses design their collections based upon what they think is going to sell to the market. Right. You know, um, a lot of people get dressed and I've actually had this realization about myself a number of times. You get dressed because of who you think you're going to see. You know, you might want to stun on your your ex. Right. You might want (laughs) to like be the flashiest one at the party. You might want your boss to be like, oh, or whatever the case may be. But are you really dressing for you? Right. Feeling good. Is that who you really are? Right. You know, so I think in order to heal, in order to feel good, it needs to come from an authentic place. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how does one go about doing that in their day-to-day life as far as how, how do you see yourself instead of looking in the mirror and wanting to feel like, okay, well, I want to dress like this for the outside world to be able to see me. Mm-hmm. How do you operate in a space of I'm dressing like this because I want to see myself, you know? Start out in the mirror. Okay. And I think your, your first thought should be, how do I feel today? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, I don't know if you've noticed this about me, but my personal style kind of, it, it has a bit of a spectrum. I can be real casual like today. Yeah. I can be very flashy. Right. Um, I can be very conservative and classic, but I can be very edgy. Yeah. Sometimes I can wear some shout shouts. Right. And I can have on <laughs> some slacks and a button up. I can also do, you know, some distressed denim and, you know, I might have on some trendy sneakers or I might have on some you know, um, some wingtips. Right. I I just really varies. And so for me, it's how do I feel today? And not necessarily, what do I want you to feel, but how do I feel? Right. What is going to make me most confident today? And um, that's my first assessment. And usually I recommend people, I tell my clients to get dressed to music. Wow. Okay. And and put on something that's your vibe today. Yeah. If you're feeling Sade, if you're feeling Rihanna, if you're feeling future, you know, put that on because that's really going to greatly influence how you actually put yourself together that day. And then my second tip is start from the bottom up. Mm. Your shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you even decide on your outfit, decide on what your shoes are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like your personality. Like um, a a good pair of shoes can make or break your outfit. That's This is very true. You can be stunting from head <laughs> all the way down you can have a great outfit on but put on a busted pair of shoes you failed yeah you know what i mean yeah. and people so pay me, a lot of attention to your a shoes a lot of attention and so for me i usually like i go in my closet and i look at my shoes and what's my mood today right and that and i start from there yeah you you said that and you made me think <laughs> I, I made a decision recently and i'm not sure if you can tell from my ig lately but i made a decision i was like i with the job that I have now, I have a freedom with what I'm doing with mental health when I go in every day on campus to pretty much wear whatever it is I want. Which is beautiful. So because I'm able to do that, it strangely enough, strangely enough, it has made me want to tap back into my love of fashion. I noticed. <laughs> I noticed. And so it's like I brought that up because of you noticing, you yeah. know, and 
when you, and this is the reason why I say what I, the intro that I gave you at the beginning of it, and you making the comment about other people looking, mm-hmm. you, there are some people that it makes you feel good when it they, does. when they see you, you of know? Course. So it's like with you and knowing what it is that you do as a profession, mm-hmm. when you see me and make those statements, I'm like, all right, yeah. come on now. It's a, I'm it's doing a, my thing. It's a quick right. shot to your ego. Yes. It's great. It is. And, uh, to feel the opposite is actually quite detrimental. Yes. Someone's like, mm, <laughs> what's your problem? get it together you know right. what i'm saying um and that can come in the form of a comment or just a disapproving look yeah so especially working in the profession you work in you're very influential to other people yeah so you want to feel your best right in order to give your best it's, come on speak a and word you, you have to yeah you have to definitely. absolutely and i recommend that in any job that you do you in order to um especially if you're in a profession where you influence other people yeah whether you're a pastor, a life coach, or um, a fashion consultant, yeah. anything where you are influencing somebody else's thinking or how they feel, you got to make sure you're good on your end in order to deliver your best uh, product. Absolutely. Come mm. on, speak in this word. So yeah. uh, I'll give you what I got. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, I want to kind of connect that now to love. Mm-hmm. So allowing this to be a natural flow into how, when you notice someone mm-hmm. and if you're drawn to them in a romantic type way, mm. is it ever a situation where the fashion jumps out at you first? Is it more so a look like maybe their eyes, their lips, or do you really pay attention, especially with you being who you are when it comes to fashion? Do you notice the clothes immediately? And that's what draws you to them. I notice everybody's clothes immediately. Right. That's just what I do. Even when I'm watching a movie, the first thing I, I mean, my eye instantly goes to clothing. Mm-hmm. However, I do not base my interest um, of someone based upon how they dress. Gotcha. And one of my biggest, I, it'll be great if you can. Right. I mean, that's sexy. <laughs> I mean, damn. Like, I would love to meet somebody where um, if you're dressed really nice, one, it, it kind of feeds my energy a little bit. Like, damn, I got to make sure. Okay. Right. We got to we gotta do Right. We're going to be on point. Great. Right. Yeah. Like, but also at the same time, um, in the in the sense of love, outside aesthetics are things can that can always be changed. Yeah. I you you don't have to dress well. Yeah, you don't because I can fix that. Come on, no problem. Come on, it's what I do. It's what I do, <laughs> and I'm gonna do it quickly. I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> if we're gonna go that like, it's gonna be a, a, a fast conversation. Um, but no, um, I don't believe it or not. That that's, I mean, I might see somebody attractive. I'm like, mm, I might give you a makeover in my head, right? But that's not going to deter me from actually coming to talk to you, right? I'm gonna I'm come and we can get it popping and great, hey, yeah, you know, and that's what it is. But no, has has there has there ever been a relationship that you've had? And of course, you don't have to use names or anything like that. Or has there been a relationship where you've wanted them to reach a certain level as far as what you see on the outside, fashion and was? they as far as fashion, yeah. and they either bucked against you. Or they simply could never really make it there. Um, all of them. Oh, <laughs> no, no shade. I mean, and everybody I've dated um, have all. I mean, no one's reached really my pinnacle in my head of what I think they should look like. Right. Nor do they necessarily have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, I don't think that I have gotten super far or in depth enough where. 
there has been a major pushback. Everybody I've dated have taken my opinion, I think, enough. Right. Um, and I bought clothes and I, you know, they use people ask my, the, the, the guys, I don't know if we can say that. Are we being ambiguous? Oh, no, no, no. Not oh. a big, listen, <laughs> listen, this is a black queer mental health oh, podcast. Right, 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 right. <laughs> no, the guys that I've dated, um, they, they, they ask my advice and they, yeah. they genuinely take it in. Um, <laughs> take yeah, it in. They, they should take it in. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So no, I mean, None of them have reached exactly where I want them to be, but I'm also not where I want to be. Either. Come on, speak. So we're good. Indeed. Huh. Indeed. Hmm? Look, you you said that. And <laughs> you yeah. sent me one to go in a whole nother direction. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I got work to do in my, my aesthetics too. Shit. So what do you feel like has been some of your greatest accomplishments so far in this field? Uh, you know, we are all our own worst critics. I feel like I haven't done anything. But um, I've I've had some pivotal moments. Um, I I was the personal shopping manager at Topshop, right? The first one in Atlanta, the first one in the South, which was a big thing for me, right? Um, I have worked with a number of celebrities, which I don't want to name drop, and the reason why I don't mm-hmm. is because my clientele is actually the non-celebrity, right? I like working with the housewife that lives in Alpharetta, yeah, and I like working for the executive that works for Home Depot, and I like working for the girl who just got a good job at Comcast and she wants to look her best. Yeah. And that's who my clientele Speak. is. And so I don't want you to think because I've worked with he, she, and B. Right. That I'm not here for you. Yeah. I charge by the hour. Come on. So you can pay for it when you can pay for it. Yes. And I work with people with budgets as small as $200 mm-hmm. and I don't charge a commission. I don't charge anything crazy. And so I've had some great moments where I've worked on some sets and with some powerful people but those aren't important. Yeah. The the people that are important are the people who are just like me and you, who we work everyday jobs and we want to look good and we want to feel good. Yeah. And you don't have to be at the BET Awards to be important. Yeah. You don't. Absolutely. Hashtag CPD. Hashtag CPD. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm, anyway. So <laughs> I give you what I Make got. me get Ray stand up. <laughs> anyway, so. How do you go about infusing love of fashion into your clients? Or do you believe that they have to come with it? Um, no, you don't have to come with it, but there's no way you're going to finish your experience with me and not have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to have a love of fashion, but you need to have a love of yourself. Come on. And if you have a love of yourself you're going to have a natural style there which we is go different from fashion indeed you're going to have a natural style that's going to develop from that yeah i have several clients who i started with years ago who just thought that fashion was a waste of time and money right like oh i'm not con-. And, and a phobia of the mall in general who yeah. now send me five thousand dollar fendi bags like is this the yeah. next move <laughs> And I'm like, yes, you get it. Welcome. And what it is, is these people have developed an affinity for themselves yeah, and have now put a higher value on what they deserve and what I'm worthy of. Yeah. And how I want to decorate this temple that is me. Right. And so, you know, after you once you get to dabble around a bit and once you get experience and you make more money, you want to make sure your temple is looking its best. So uh, we've been 
kind of flowing with the the conversation of love and fashion. So I wanted to lean more into the love aspect as far as it goes with relationships right now. Mm-hmm. So what does romantic love right now at this very moment in your life look like for you? Uh, <laughs> your timing is terrible. <laughs> no, no, I mean, as far as what it is that you want. Oh, what I want. See, look, you thought okay. I was. <laughs> yes. What is it um, that you want? You know what? what? Well, I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll make it a, a little bit more detailed. Mm. What is it that you want and what is it you feel as though you can provide? Come on. I knew that. (laughs) I knew that. One more sip of this wine. (laughs) What I can provide is way more than what I want. Oh, come on. I'll start right there. Listen. Number one. If y'all could see this confidence, he just turned around. (laughs) Way more. So, so listeners, be aware that everything I'm about to tell you that I want, I give times 10. And I don't even require it in return. However, what I require does seem to be much more than what most people are either either capable, willing, or <laughs> able to give. But um, things that I'm looking for, um, humanness, mm-hmm. which you know, I think my my definition of humanness may be a little a bit little different, different from. <laughs> Standard people, <laughs> but humanists. And when I say humanists, I mean the fact that you acknowledge inadequacies within yourself mm-hmm. and not only acknowledge them, but know how to begin the process of managing them. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean you have to fix it, nor maybe you don't need to fix it at all, but right. you need to one, know it exists, mm-hmm. know how this is affecting somebody else, mm-hmm. how someone else may perceive this, how this might affect them in general. Yeah. Humanness in, let me consider your perspective. Mm-hmm. How is what I am saying, feeling, doing, experiencing, affecting you? Right. You know, um, I had a terrible day at work and I came home and I threw a a dish at my wall mm-hmm. and you saw the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And of course, in that moment, you're completely self-consumed. But what do you think that your partner is thinking? Right. You know, mm-hmm. after you're done throwing the plates, do you just keep on going like nothing happened? Right. Do you not expect your partner to have a thought about that? Yeah. Do you not think your partner's going to think this bitch is crazy? Right. <laughs> and am I wrong for thinking you crazy? Right. And I am entitled to feel that way. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying by humanness is shit. Okay, that's fine. I threw a plate. Hey, Raven. Right. I know you just saw a moment. Right. Forgive me for that. Let me talk to you about what happened. What, yeah. I can, yeah. T- I, I can take that all day right i'm not gonna judge you for throwing that plate yeah absolutely handle your shit the way you need to handle your shit but don't think that i am supposed to be like disregarding right that never happened you know what i'm saying yeah that concerns me yeah absolutely so you know i there's definitely plenty of space in there for imperfection Mm -hmm. and i i would like the same in return because i have my imperfections as well and i'll tell you like one of my biggest challenges in relationships is the fact that the people that I have dated tend to 
feel like <laughs> tend to feel like I don't have flaws or imperfections, or maybe or or almost unhuman. Okay. <laughs> they do. And, oh, I'm having um, flashbacks of so many conversations yes, we've had. <laughs> I know. And um, I'm like, I, it's gotten to the point that almost within like the first three dates with somebody, I'm like, look, let me tell you my shit. <laughs> Listen, you know, let me like, I, I almost like want to show them the worst part of me so that they feel better. Right. Which sounds crazy. Yeah. But I have found that people take such a solace and such a comfortability in seeing your flaw mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yes Which my is, god I, I i see it and i understand but i hate that people almost need you to demonstrate that to them yes in order for them to be okay with yes theirs. yes you know what i mean i am here and i feel like the healing space is here in mm-hmm. order for us to be our best selves listen and i spend a lot of time and energy reading writing meditating yeah. in order to be the best person that i can be absolutely and i feel like a lot of times i'm almost looked down upon for being that yes oh you know i feel you yeah absolutely like i don't absolutely. know what to do with that absolutely What's, why why didn't you just cuss me the fuck out for, for right. throwing that plate right why are you being nice that's weird that's weird that's Speak. weird and i don't i yes. can't really i need a break hello Hello. I need. A break. I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, it's a real thing. Like it's so real. Yeah, it's so, so real. I need someone who can not do that. Hello, that part right. Hello, there. that part. That part. So, because yeah. understand, it's so funny you would say that because I I do my best to operate in a space of optimism and positivity. And Stop I it. notice what right. Listen, <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> I, I notice when I post things online, I can I can pretty much close my eyes and let you know the specific people who are going to like those posts. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so far fewer than if I put up that I'm having Something a bad negative. day. Yes, that I'm angry. Yes. that I'm depressed. When I get those, yes. then here they come. Here they come. Here, it's 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 almost a thing of I want to know that you're exactly where I am. If you're in a place where I have to aspire to get to, then I have a problem I can't. with. Oh, listen. Yes, which makes it seem like are you not supposed to evolve? Hello, should I remain in this dark place to make you feel to more make, comfortable? Whoo, for Jesus. you to relate to me and to feel like we're really connecting? Listen, is it bothersome to you that I challenge you to be a better person? <laughs> that I hold you accountable for what you just said to me yesterday? Whoo. Is that turning you off? About to leave out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Where he is. About to flip this table over. Yeah. <laughs> Don't flip it. My mind's on here. <laughs> so I need this. You need this. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole word. No, it's a, uh, it's, That's it's a, a real whole life. word. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah. So, so how is it when, when, when operating out of a space of love, out of a space of evolution you know mm-hmm. of wanting to wake up every day and be your best self when mm-hmm. operating out of that space and still wanting to share that love with another what would you say to our misfits that you have to do i i struggle with it a lot mm-hmm. because i find i'm going to tell you what i believe and i'm going to tell you why it hasn't worked right because what I believe is what you do in those moments is it's, it's act out of compassion. Mm-hmm. 
And I say all the time, the biggest demonstration of love is when you're pissed off, mm. you know, mm-hmm. because you see this on reality shows all the time. The best of friends are so good until it's it's mad day. Yeah. And it's time to bitch motherfucker. And let me tell you all of this that I know that I'm about to use against you now. Yeah. And so for me, what I feel is that my biggest demonstration to you is when I'm irritated and I've had a stressful day, yeah. whether it has something to do with you or not. How I treat you then. Yeah. How I talk to you then. Right. When I hate your guts. And now am I going to hit you in all those soft spaces that I've gotten to know about you and our vulnerability? Yeah. That I know that, you know, you you might be uncomfortable with your baldness or you might feel whatever. Right. Do I hit you in those spots? Mm -hmm. But you know what? People love that. Right. They love it. They do. Hit me in those spots. Yes. Because people have always hit me in those spots. And I and know what, what to I'm do with to. that. And it's, I know yes. what to do with that. Yep. You coming with all this love and compassion shit. Why this is foreign to me. This is foreign to me. Yeah. And why aren't you hitting me there? And yeah. why aren't you calling me a dumb bitch and a motherfucker? Listen. And this and this. And calling me fat and whatever. Yes. Because yes. this nice thing. This communicating to me like yeah. this in a nice tone, I don't know what to do with it. I've said it on the podcast several times, but I believe it to be so true that people have Stockholm syndrome to their pain. Hmm. It's like, seriously, it gets to a point where you are so comfortable. You've lived with your pain for so long yeah. that it's family to you. It is you know? family. It's very comfortable. Yeah. To you, that's your healing space. Yeah. You know? So it's like when you are presented with this opposite, yeah. <laughs> when you're shown light, when you're shown love, that's the bad person. It is. You and know? and I, that's generally me. Yeah. And I've experienced it and I've been in three relationships and all three of them have been the same. Yeah. And I've, 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 maybe it's my choice of people, but, um, you know, they come from either harsh environments where they, they've interacted in a, in a harsh, difficult, tumultuous way, or they're so used to being hurt and broken yeah, or hood, mm-hmm. you know, that me, um, I act out of compassion. I act out of what's the best solution for this in right. a healthy way not of like trying to put some whipped cream on it but how can i talk to you in a loving care caring way and got it right we good all right high five like we good yeah. like we had a moment but you know you bang yeah and we right <laughs> and we move forward and um I, I i honestly to this day i have not met a person that has been able to do that with me mm. Yeah, mm. and I'm I'm discouraged in this moment. Listen, it's real. It's very, yeah. very, very real. So real. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it gets to a point where you're like, it can't, it can't just be me. <laughs> like I asked this all, is it me? <laughs> and it makes me feel like, well, shit. Do I just need to be a terrible person? Listen, should listen. I just be an asshole? Because I find the assholes be winning. Listen. Winning. You can see it everywhere, all the time. All the time. Winning. <laughs> I um, I actually, <laughs> I gave um this guy I was sitting with on a plane some advice the other day. He just called me at a frustrated moment, but right. I did mean it. He was mm-hmm. like having some issues with his girlfriend, and uh, he was like, "Man, what do I do?" I was like, "Every other Tuesday, just slap the shit out of her." <gasps> oh my! But no reason. God. Even if things were good. <laughs> She'll love you. I can't stand She'll you. love you to pieces. She'll never go anywhere. You will not. 
He was like, you know what, man? She might like it. She will. No. You will not yeah. promote domestic violence. I know. I ain't really. But it's, it's real. You know, it's just something about that unexpected abuse. You know. <laughs> that goes back yeah. to the damn Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> but she'll love it. And she ain't going nowhere. I can call out many a names and many a people that I know who in some shitty ass relationships that been in them for years, years and love it. Yes. I cannot. Yes. Remove yourself from that place next time. <laughs> yeah. Promote stuff do like it, that. Don't do it every week, every, maybe every third Tuesday of the month. Get out of my face. Every third I'm not, Tuesday. I'm not don't dealing. I'm not dealing. We're going to reverse this. <laughs> And we're going to go to my last question for you is when when Christopher George thinks of healing, what does healing mean to you? Healing is a very internal thing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do a lot of healing. You may not really. Uh, you, uh, I, I, I am in a constant space of healing, mm-hmm. almost on a daily basis, almost on a hourly basis Mm -hmm. moment by moment and when I say that I mean I am constantly assessing how are you responding in this particular situation Mm -hmm. and when I say that I mean am I feeling anxiety Mm -hmm. am I feeling the need to put on right now Mm -hmm. am I uncomfortable and if so why yes you know um, even sitting with a group of friends am I feeling judged about something and if i am why are you feeling that way right you know what i mean right constantly asking checking myself about how i feel what am i thinking to really get down to what is really behind that yeah and if you really ask yourself those questions you'll get some really intense internal answers yeah that you may not want to deal with absolutely but they're real they'll speak to you and one of my biggest pieces of advice to people is one thing that I do, and I've done this since I was a little boy, every night before I go to bed, and sometimes it does interrupt my prayer time. Mm -hmm. I may not get to my prayer because I fall asleep. But before (laughs) I talk to God, I talk to myself. Come on. And I have a real, real conversation. Yeah. That's the shit that you say that nobody can hear. Right. Whether it is you do too many drugs mm. or you a hoe mm-hmm. or you shouldn't have taken that or whatever the case may be and it's not to criticize myself right. it is here are the things that you cannot hide from yourself right right here are the things that you need to work on christopher mm-hmm. here are some things that you are feeling a way about that even if you don't have the answer to today here's what you need to investigate right it's just that I, I a lot of people get so far in life and get so damaged because they don't acknowledge it in the first place. Yeah. And it's like that thing that keeps thumping you and you just keep tossing it back there. Nope. I have that conversation every day. Now, mind you, it's not many things on my list that I'm talking about to myself right. every night because I'm doing damn well. <laughs> I feel great about myself. But um, it is a constant conversation of healing and it is a real thing that I, I focus on every day. So healing for me, it's such an internal thing that I think will affect all the outside aesthetic, physical things that you may also have issues with. Right. So I always, even, even when I get a, a client dressed, mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, I can, I have put women in the most beautiful 
I can put you in a $20,000 Dior gown. And I've seen, I've done this to a lady and she still felt insecure about her shoulders. Yeah. Wow. And cried. Wow. You can't, I can't fix the outside. Yeah. 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 Until you get the inside together. That That's a word. You can't. That's a whole word. You cannot make somebody look beautiful if they don't feel beautiful. Yeah. You just can't do it. Absolutely. And so I work on my beauty all the time on the inside out. So even in my moments where I'm wearing sweats and I look like crap, mm-hmm. trust me, it's good in here. Yeah. It is good. good. Yeah. So have yeah. a chat today. Have a chat to today. Have a Listen. Chat. Hashtag CPD. Hashtag CPD. So uh, if people want to walk with you on social media, how would they go about doing that? Where can they find you? I'm on um, Instagram primarily and on Facebook, but my Instagram is Mr. CPD. That's MR period CPD. You'll see CPD a lot on yes, my you social will. media. Yes, and you there's will. a reason for that. Listen, um, I've had a few people ask me, what does that mean? It's my initials. CPD, yes. Christopher Parker, George. George does start with the D. Um, <laughs> follow me and you'll learn about it. Mm-hmm. But um, Mr. CPD. Absolutely. Okay. So, are we just giving Instagram? Did you want to get? I know you mentioned Facebook. Did you it's wanna... the same thing on Facebook. Mr. Got you. CPD. Okay. Yeah. Because right. <laughs> that's how branding works. Listen, Come on now. Listen. Google Google me. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I also have a website, ChristopherGeorge.com. But if you go to Mr. CPD, you'll find you'll all find that. that. Listen. I'm let them know. So, of course, we're gonna have to have an episode about branding. Where have you on here? I mean, because I would have what I so much fun. I've got a lot. Oh, there's a lot happening over here. Indeed, it is. Indeed, and I love branding. So, <laughs> okay, that's a that's an exciting episode to talk about. Definitely, there's a lot happening over here. <laughs> there is. You have <laughs> no shortage of confidence. <laughs> I would like to thank you for being here on pleasure's the healing on, space. Pleasure's mine. I hope somebody's healing. Go to bed and and. <laughs> Talk. Go to bed. And talk. Go to bed, misfits, and talk to yourselves tonight. Real talk. Real talk. I'm serious. I'm gonna do the same thing. You're gonna do the same thing. Okay. Yeah. And talk. Talk. Before you get to God, you have you time. Okay. What you? You do the same thing. Oh, I will. What did you do? What did? I? Yeah. And what could you have done? Okay. So speak. Honestly, speak. We all need help. Yes. Mm-hmm. What did I do and what could I have done? Yeah. Listen, sit yeah. with that, Misfits. Yeah. Sit with that. We're going to end on that. What right. What did you do and what could, could you, you have, have done? done? Speak a word. You heard it and I said it. <laughs> I t- Listen. <laughs> you heard Listen. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So we're going to be back with you guys tomorrow for another episode because as you know this is anniversary week for the healing space anniversary week thank you for having me absolutely this This has been an awesome conversation (laughs) indeed indeed (laughs) until then you know that i love you guys and we'll see you tomorrow namaste